Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is episode 58. I am so happy that you're here and thank you for joining my show, Your Coach, Helen Yuskovic. I am on a worldwide mission to help people get confident in putting themselves first because I used to put myself second my whole life and because of that I experienced every unhealthy relationship possible. An unhealthy relationship with myself, my health, my wealth, my intimate relationships, my family, my friends and my career. I'm now living in an abundance that I used to just dream about. So I want to pave the way for you too. It's time, guys. It's time that you live in the life of your dreams as well. So let's take a step towards that right now. P.S. Subscribe to my podcast on your app now so that you always tune in to my new episodes. Welcome back to the show, everybody. I have an amazing human here with me today. And his name is Scott Taylor. And Scott Taylor is one of the most (laughs) humble, funny, caring and helpful people when it comes to wealth creation, financial planning and everything related to money. I was so happy that I got to meet Scott because he's actually really helped turn my life around when it comes to money. So I thought, why not bring him on the show so that I can pick his brain so that you too listening can also maybe get some beautiful insider tips, hacks and strategies when it comes to wealth creation and doing the right thing for you. So before we start, Scott, thank you for your time today. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolute pleasure. And um, can I get a recording of that introduction? Because um, I could play that over again. Uh, fantastic. <laughs> oh, it's just all the truth. Scott, can you share with us a little bit about you? Because some people listening have never heard of you before. About your history and what led you to your career today? Okay, um, of course. Um, well, my name's Scott. Um, I'm English, you can probably tell. 
Um, I have been a financial advisor, or certainly financial advice for nearly 20 years now. Um, can you believe it? So 10 years in Australia, or just over, and um, 10 years in the UK. Um, I had my own uh, business in London before I came here and I did it in warmer climes, basically. Um, why did I get into financial planning? I, I was kind of lucky, really, that I kind of fell into it before going to university. And um, I've always, always loved helping people. So, like, for you just saying that, what you did, there is, that for me, there is nothing better than being responsible for making a difference or improving or helping somebody succeed. You cannot beat it. I love it. That's, that's the real success that I absolutely crave. Um, but with my fascination for money combined, that is basically why the, the scene was set for me to become an advisor. Um, always fascinated with money and shares and funds and economics around it, what's happening. Um, so the two just go hand in hand, basically. Were you fascinated with money from when you were like a little boy? Um, yeah, I think so. Yes. We started with Monopoly, doesn't it? That's right. That's the foundation <laughs> of everything, right? Um, but um, yeah, no, I always have been always interested in, in shares. That, I think that's the, the one that's probably the you know, what's happening and, and the, the potential. It's the excitement, isn't it? I can put that into there and they can they go up, don't they, shares? So um, did someone introduce you to shares? Um, not really. No, they're just spoken about and they're, they're there. They're always in the. So I suppose it got it, when I got into my first job in financial advice, um, I was responsible for updating share prices. And it was then when I had hands on seeing how they would behave and how they would change and in different ways and different sectors. And, and there was just a whole new world into into these shares um, to try and understand and, and how they behaved. And the more you look into it, the more interesting it became, to be honest. And so I was probably 19 years of age when I first started getting into that so yeah that's it a few years ago so young what a wise <laughs> young chap yes yes so um yeah I, I actually left um school I was having a gap year I was doing a tennis coaching qualification I was actually a, a head coach of a tennis and uh, I was getting into that and and I had a gap year before I went to university to study German um but I got into financial services in my gap year as a job and then everything else went on hold and I just loved the whole world of financial services with investing and saving and protection and home loans etc from there so um how things changed that's it thank you for protecting my life <laughs> Scott everyone wants to be rich that's the yes. dream okay so most people believe that if you become rich you're going to finally be happy and you're going to finally live that life that you've always wanted. Can you talk about the importance of wealth? And do we need wealth? And if we do, when should we start building wealth? Okay, great question. Um, well, it's there. It's such a simplistic formula to be rich. That's it. And that's the dream. And it's, um, it's very you know, overrated, really. Um, or not thought about enough because what does rich actually mean? What does it mean for you? Well, being really wealthy, what does that mean? It does it necessarily mean the desert island with the luxury lifestyle, etc. Well, you know, can we scale that back? Because being rich or wealthy just means that you've got enough. You know, just I can afford to go and buy that. I can take the holidays with with my nearest and dearest, and um, 
do the things that I want to do, that's enough because that ultimately that's being rich does you, but it just means that there's more figures to look at in the bank account. Are they helping you? Are they not? And um, I can say that probably a, a lot of the, the wealthiest people that I have kind of helped really, you know, once they're there, you know, what do they do from there? They, they kind of don't need to do anything, but they choose to carry on because I think they enjoy the journey more. You know, it's the challenge of doing something and trying to build more so that it encourages them to build more. But otherwise, once you're there, what does it actually look like? You can just sit there and, and do nothing. Is, is that the end now? So I think it being rich from, a, from what I can see is overrated to a certain extent. Of course, it's really important to be comfortable and, and know that you're going to be okay. But beyond that, doesn't need to be multi-millions and you know being having have that money that's sitting there just in case um it, it just really needs to be clarified as to what you really want and what's important to you because it's completely different to the person next to you yeah definitely and it takes a lot of pressure off when you realize hold on what does rich mean to me yeah how much do i need and that's it. something amazing that you did is you asked me that question and then we sort of mapped out how much money I would want to be earning and how much money I would want to have at a certain time. And we just sort of figured it out realistically. So for those of you listening, if you're one of those people that sort of live in that uh, unhealthy mindset of I've got to be rich to be happy, just sit there and ask yourself, how rich do I need to be to be happy? Does it actually bring happiness? Because it does not. It brings lots of ease and comfort when it comes to material things. But we've got strategies for um, being able to afford things. And we've got ways that you can make that happen if you want to make you know, a big purchase. And that's why I, I really wanted to ask that question about the importance of wealth. When should we start building wealth? as early as possible the earlier you start the easier it is purely from compounding basically if you defer the start you're deferring the end really um the longer you leave it the harder it becomes because what you've got to do is try and generate more for making up for lost time in less time left to save that up whatever you need to get to and um, time is the only thing you can't ever get back. And I don't need to tell you um, about that because time is absolutely precious. And that's it. It doesn't need to, you don't need to have a big amount to start. Start small, get the right structure, the right discipline, the right habits in place. And that can really do the legwork for you just, just purely through compounding. One thing that when I had my first business when I was like 21 or 22, and one thing that my accountant said to me was, Helen, you control your money. It doesn't control you. So yeah. I was one of those people that when I got paid, I would constantly just throw it out to bills and to all other things. And then if I had anything left, then I maybe would save. And he yep. taught me the difference of saving first and paying yourself yes. first. And yeah. then everything else comes second. And I was like, but then how can I pay my bills? He said, well, what are you working for if yeah. you're not saving anything? And I, it just changed my whole mindset around money because we can have it all. We just need a system. Yeah, that's it. That's it. 
Absolutely. Get into a habit. See your savings as a bill. It has to be paid as part of the bills. So it's gone. And it has to go somewhere that you can't touch it again. You know, so it is a, otherwise it's not a saving. You know, so it, it's, it is not necessarily about investing it straight away. It's about just saving it, putting it aside. It's about building up a buffer that's there just in case, but just to see how it grows and then review it regularly. And does it get to a certain point that, well, actually, this is enough I can actually start to invest now or this is enough to you know can it go towards property can it go to get you a home or or whatever it is um but if it isn't there you definitely have that haven't got that choice if it is there you start to have some more choices available to you and the protection in 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 the downside because life happens yeah which was something that you taught me (laughs) what's gonna happen helen if you lose your arm for example yeah (laughs) because i do fitness yeah so thank you i Actually, Scott is helping me on my venture for my very first investment property, which is exciting. Yes. So we're getting there. I'm so excited. You're going to be like yeah. the, the godfather of my first property. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> I know heaps of people who live week to week and yep. they could possibly have been brought up living week to week and living week to week is also a source of stress for their life their marriage their relationship mm. and just life in general and i also know lots of people who spend out of their means i was one of these people before i started business and just spending out of control invisible money on that plastic card and just not even realizing how much debt they're getting themselves into what what are some healthy financial boundaries that you advise people to implement? Okay, so again, it's very personal, and that's why I believe in personal advice um, and on your capacity and really what you're doing. But it is a dangerous cycle. It, it really is. I, I probably relate it to um, like the diet. You know, when you when you feel bad and you can't be bothered to make that healthy dish, so you get an easy takeaway. It's a quick fix, but then actually you feel a bit worse and then you're more tired and then you're more lethargic and then you can't be bothered again to, to do something else. You've got to break out the cycle and right start this, start to eat better, to feel better, etc. It's exactly the same with the finances, you know. So it's a, it's a dangerous cycle that oh, I'll worry about it next month. Oh, I'll just pay that and I'll worry about it next month. And it keeps going. So, yeah, of course, again, life happens. So some people really are in the, in the situation whereby it wasn't their fault and this is really just a, something's happened that's really out of control. Um, and you've got to live week to week by, by for a while, um, of course, but you need to just kind of put it into perspective and understand it. Is it going to go on forever? Is there something that's going to change that I can start to change this? Because if it's not going to happen soon, then, then you need to take some action and, and break out that cycle. And it's just about you know, having the strength to do that and, and look at some disciplines. Like, can you save something here? Can you reduce these costs? Can I divert that to here? And, and even if you start to save something, again, it may seem insignificant that it might take you forever because I'll never be able to do something there. But you'll be surprised that when you start doing something, at least you have got a choice to help you later on. And the power of that compounding, you know, it might mean that you can actually, well, I can clear that credit card now and start to snowball that up. So as quick as debts can snowball up, but so can savings to help offset the debts as well. It's just purely just taking action. And that's it. Just, just starting small um, no matter how small or irrelevant it may seem, it's, it's something which is so much better than nothing. Um, and that's all. Um, I was going to say, just in regards to um, 
because um, you mentioned about some some um, boundaries, etc. I was just going to say that you know before you buy something or before you make a decision, just have a quick think about it because so many people just impulse. Oh, I need it, and oh, that credit's available, so I'll just get it and I'll worry about it later. But just just have a think about it. You know, it's not rocket science, but just if it is going to take you more than a longer period to take to to pay off. What are the implications then? You know, so for example, it might take me six months or more to pay this off. Well, what's the next six months look like for you? Are you going to want something else or need something else in that six months? So is it going to overlap? So it's going to put you into, into more pressure and start to, to you haven't paid off one thing before you're on to the next thing, and that can snowball as well. So, you know, do you really, really need it or do you really, really want it as well? And you know. That's why just, it's good to have someone like you in your corner because we can just call you and ask you <laughs> for advice. Don't, don't need it. That's it. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do coaching and wealth is one part of a coaching program that I do because I believe that's part of the holistic wellness health puzzle. And mm. I've helped quite a few clients get out of debt because I got out of huge debt. Yeah, you're awesome. I, so well learned so much from that from being pretty much bankrupt twice and yeah I've had a few clients that were able to build wealth that they have yeah. never built before just from some key strategies that where they thought why are you saying that Helen like one of the things was make sure you save something first yeah. and they yeah. were like but I can't I've got all these bills and I was like I was that person I yeah. it doesn't work <laughs> And, and, and look at you now, though. Look at that. That's awesome. So how many people would have given up and just, you know, that's it, done. Look at you now. That's awesome. You know, you did it, you changed, you broke the habit, started to change things, you took control. I don't like when people are suffering with money because I suffered with money for so many years of my life. And when I recognize that and I see that, I do everything I can to, because that stress behind your head where yeah. when you have financial issues is so annoying. It just mm. makes you a negative, angry, sad person. <sighs> Scott, it's time for your first curveball. Are you ready to play? Oh, okay, okay. What is something that most people do not know about you? Some people might not know that I might be the delivery person on the Woolworths um, commercial <laughs> you might see online at the moment. <laughs> um, you never know. I, I might be the one to bring your your, your groceries. <laughs> Something funny about Scott is that he's also an actor. So <laughs> this isn't an actor, by the way. This is real. <laughs> so. No, uh, me too. We've done like commercial work, and we we connected over this um, when I first met you because uh, we went yeah. to the same casting, I think, once. Um, yes, that's so funny. So you're the Woolworths oh. guy. Yes. So for those of you listening overseas, that's just a huge supermarket chain here in Australia and he's the guy on the TV screen. Scott, do you have any tips or tricks or strategies that can help in people building some wealth? Okay. Um, my first thing would be is keep it simple. It doesn't necessarily have to be exciting or you know, there's, there's definitely no get rich strategy. So keep it simple and you, you can't, you can't get away from the fact that the first part takes time, takes patience. You have to build it up slowly, save it, save it, save it. And then it takes money to make money, really. And then you've got the effect of compounding. Then you can start to invest in, in, other, in other areas. But the risk of 
you know, stretching yourself too soon and before you've got that emergency fund, if you put it into something that's going to be pretty volatile and it drops in value just when you need it just to cover some of these bills that have come in, that's going to be disastrous. So, so keep it simple, build it slowly, you know, and, and don't stretch yourself too thin. Um, they're definitely, yeah, definitely the, um, the best two tips I would, I would always say, but um, I would say probably thirdly that remember emotion kills wealth as well. Um, emotion kills wealth. That's it. So many people invest because they don't want to miss out. They're doing it, so um, I'm going to do it because so, it's going to go up. And I've, I've read in the in the in the newspaper, and they're all talking about it over here. That's going to go up, and I don't want to be that one that's going to miss out. So I'm going to invest in that crypto or you know properties having this moment. So I'm going to invest in property, otherwise I'm going to miss out. And and that's it, with no thought about where that sits in your portfolio, how it's going to help behave for you within your risk profile, within your time frame, within your affordability. You know, it's it's the wrong way around. So um, invest with research and science behind it that's going to help you get you where you want to go that's three tips thank you so much scott you gave me a really cool thing a budget <laughs> <laughs> so i'm telling you he says keep it simple this is yes. one thing that maybe i'll put a link to that one that you told me about okay yeah one of the best ones I, I use is on Money, Money Smart. It's the government um, website. Um, calculates it all for you. It's got every category. And it's one of those things that it sounds horrendously boring. Let's be honest, doesn't it? Oh, my gosh. I don't even want to think about what comes out. Well, if you don't think about it, then you don't really know. So even if you just have a ballpark figure of, this is what's going out. I pay this. I need this to live on. So therefore, I know that I've got this left over. And that is where you can start to identify that what that's left over. Do I save some of that? Can I invest some of that or, or whatever proportion or pay debt down with some of it as well? So it's really important to kind of look what you're dealing with. I know it's horrible and it's daunting. But once you know, um, then you can go from there, really. The clarity is, is much more reassuring than the worry or the fear of, of the unknown. Even if you just do it once twice three times a year just to like check in on how you're tracking with your yeah. money like what's it That's doing it. right now and if you yeah. hate it do what i do and just do it when you're with scott or when you're with someone that yeah. <laughs> is like into finances because i don't like doing it either it's him that hounds me to do these sorts of things which is great i love you for it yeah. <laughs> scott it's time for your second curveball are you ready to play oh okay come on then what is your favorite form of self-care oh, okay i definitely love a massage wow oh, i love a massage um so I have two daughters as well, and I probably shouldn't admit this as well, but you know, they like to get their nails done. Okay. And I have to accompany them, make sure that they're okay. And I can go along for a pedicure as well and sit in the massage chair. It's fantastic. Mm -hmm. so, <laughs> um, because I play a lot of football as well, so I get it on a little bit. Um, so the muscles and, and bones aren't quite as <laughs> strong as they were maybe, but um, yeah, a massage is, is definitely, yeah, when I can. I have one a week, Scott, so don't feel guilty. Oh, okay. Right. Okay. I, think I, need to step it up. I used to smoke and I used to buy yeah. cigarettes. Yeah. And I decided to change my death investment for a health investment. 
And there you so go. I changed it to massages. Awesome. What a difference. Oh. I think massage should be compulsory in human life because our yes. bodies, we put them through so much physically and mentally and something as simple as a massage regularly can really help to uh, increase your circulation, release tension from your muscles, stress from your head, and yeah. it does a whole bunch of wonderful things. Yeah. Now, before we go, I want you to answer one more thing. Yeah. Investments, okay? So we've got like so much going on right now with crypto and stocks and properties and all sorts of things that if we are ready to invest in, we should invest in. But it's a bit confusing for everyday people to know what to do, where to invest. And then there's another problem of how much money it takes to invest in something like a property, for example. Where do we start? Okay, even with a property, for example, they can range from, you know, two, three hundred thousand dollars to multi millions. So, what you've got to do is keep it in perspective. They've all got their place. And what I will say is that as more and more products and strategies have evolved, people typically have a wide range of all these products and, and know a little bit about lots of things, but don't really have an in-depth understanding of really how they perform, what are the implications, the tax consequences, and, and how it's gonna perform for you. So they're there for a reason because they've all, all got a place. They've all got their benefits, but they've all got their downfalls. So what we need to do is reverse engineer it and think about what you want to do first and then select the right way to go to get about that you know so so many people say oh cryptocurrency it's going up i'm going to invest in that and they want to make it work for them within a totally inappropriate time frame because they're expecting it to double triple etc um or even property you know they want too much too soon or stretch themselves for a property because they've got the emotion emotion kills wealth but this property is particularly beautiful and they want it it's a stretch but they're going to do it and then it's just so easy that it can fall over. So you, you've got to keep it in perspective and have the right portfolio and the right proportion in line with what you want to do. I think um, probably one of the best analogies I have is, is think about it now, think about it like a journey. So you and your life, you want to get from here to, to over there. Now, I know that's really hard because we know nothing really about the day we want to retire and how much etc but what we have got is a good idea so it doesn't have to be hard and fast it just has to be something some sort of vague idea oh you know i want a house it might cost this amount it'll be in this approximate area the more you can you can detail the easier it's going to be because then it's easier to reverse engineer because once you know where that destination is you can look at what the best route is to get there do we go east west you know however are there mountains is there water to avoid you know then you can select the best vehicle for how to get there you know so or a combination of you know so you you're not expecting a bicycle to take you over the mountains over a 20-year journey you know you can select the right vehicle that's going to efficiently get you over there over the right time frame with it if that if that kind of makes sense um because you know too many people are expecting um too much too soon from a lot of a lot of investments and i think probably one of the most common mistakes as well is actually expecting too much from something that isn't going to give you enough and i and i, I see too many people approaching retirement um where all they've done is you know 
been very good and very disciplined, but overpaid their home loan. You know, I'm, you know, I'm not investing. I'm just concentrating on paying the home loan because that's my main goal. And it's very, very one track focus, which, which is great because by paying the extra, you know, $200 a week or whatever it is into the home loan, it's brilliant. Of course it is. It's going to save you a lot of interest. But there is an area whereby you're starting to save a little bit too much into cash that, you know, when you look at a 20 year time frame, for example, um, can you save that money into somewhere that's going to give you a higher potential return than cash? Well, absolutely, over a 20 year period. So where, where's, where's the end point? So, of course, you might, you know, it might be a 30 year term. You might save it to 25 or 20. Well, brilliant. But you're still paying 20 years of, of cash payments. It's not an investment at all. So where's the gray line? Well, I've got enough in cash. This is my security buffer. Now, let's widen the horizon and, and invest something over that time frame that can give me a, um, a better potential return. Who should people speak to if they want help with this? Um, yours truly financial planner absolutely a financial planner um you know there's there's less around now thanks to the the royal commission um but you know they are important you know i'm not just advocating our services go and see your, your local advisor um and, and just have a chat just just thrash it out it sometimes just you know it's, it's hard to kind of get away from this or you know have a, a third party you know um independent opinion on on what's going on to, to to put it into perspective of what you're trying to do what you're doing you know sometimes it can be just something simple that stops people doing things because they're worried it's fearful it's it's doing something different you know i've been paying into the home loan for 20 years why would i put something into this investment it, it's scary it could go up or down and what are the you know what are the risks what are the costs involved Cost is a huge fear factor as well, you know. So, um, of course, we charge fees eventually if you want to engage us. Of course, we do. But you now we do all everything to make sure that yeah, it might be an investment in yourself, but we need to make sure that you're going to be in a better position. Because if you're not going to be in a better position from a behavioral perspective, a potential investment return in the right proportion, I'm, I'm not guaranteeing any any better performance of such, but you know, putting you in better places that might be better suited to get you a better return. Um, but also tax efficiency, what tax savings can you have? You know, so many, so many people, again, you know, put savings into the wrong vehicles or, or with no idea what the tax consequences were. A little bit of planning in advance can save thousands. Um, you know, it's not, it's not rocket science. So just to, you know, have a chat and um, look where you want to, where you want to get to. And, and that's half the battle, really, because then, you know, everything's there. Scott, it's time for your last curveball. Are you ready to Another play? One. <laughs> no, okay. What was your last random act of kindness? Um, last week, somebody came in for some charity. How about that? That was quite quite random. Actually, no, uh, even better than that, there was an old lady in the shopping centre, Macquarie Centre, last week. And honestly, she was just slightly bent over, really struggling with this with this trolley. So I helped her along with it, with that trolley to um, to get her shopping along to where she needed to go to into the next shop. So sweet. Oh, honestly, everybody just watched her, and, and it's one of those things that oh, do we want to make a scene or, or anything like that? But she was clearly struggling. Just just help her, and she was so thankful. Bless her as well. So how good are random acts of kindness? Honestly, but Buzz, when you when you walk away, I know I was walking away thinking, oh, she's she's so thankful and she's so she's you know got there safe and and it's so it's, you can't beat it. Helping people is the hands down the most rewarding task you can ever do. Absolutely, that feeling of you've made somebody's life better, um, no matter how small it is, 
cannot cannot ever beat it well thank you for making my life better and thank you for your time today scott before we leave is there anything else that you'd like to share anything else that you want to pass on just um bear in mind those tips keep it simple nothing happens quickly yes it takes patience and time and it's boring saving slowly but once you've done it then you won't look back and you can grow into more exciting from things from there um, even if you've got equity that you can use as well, same thing. You know, sometimes people have got equity in their property they don't even realise they've got. Can they use that? Well, absolutely. That's certainly another consideration to use. It might not even be savings that you've got, but you've been paying the home loan down. But can you use that to, to start to build a portfolio as well? Um, and don't forget protection. Protection is important as well. Yeah, definitely. I loved emotion kills wealth and i loved yes. that we should if we're stuck just reach out to someone that's a professional and to always protect ourselves in the event that something unbeknownst happens because we just yeah. don't know we might fall tomorrow we might something might happen that's it that's it and so many people it's a blind ignorance to it as well and if you think about um if you were to ask anybody where do you see yourself in 10 years you know 100% of people are going to say, oh, I'm going to be doing this, I'll have this, I'll do that. Nobody ever thinks of that chance that I might be unable to work, I might be sick, I might have a, a relative who's really sick and I've had to take time out to help them. Nobody ever, it's a rose-tinted view on the future, but these things unfortunately happen and, you know, just oh, like trauma insurance for me, cancer scares the life out of me. Um, it's just my first premium I pay every month just in case, you know, oh, it's horrific and um it's just one of those things that's yeah protect yourself yeah definitely i appreciate you and your time and your wisdom scott i'll talk to you very soon thank you that's been awesome thanks helen ah oh, this episode has just re-inspired me to go over my financial goals and just to make sure that all of my savings are in check and the way that I'm spending. I hope you found this information valuable, guys. I was so excited when Scott said yes to this interview. Please let me know on my Instagram post what you liked about today's episode or just share your experience that you've had with building wealth. I remember, yes, a time in my life where I was just always broke and I was always so stressed when it came to money and I just never had enough and whenever I got some a big bill would come and I just realized that this energy was a direct reflection of my energy at that time so the minute I took some responsibility changed a few strategies with my money everything turned around and if I can do it you can do it thank you times infinity for spending time with me it really means a lot putting yourself first will really help escalate your goals your dreams and i love being on the journey with you so make sure you come and tell me on my instagram at whole health which is h-o-l underscore health and comment below this podcast photo to share your thoughts on my show today and if you enjoyed it please leave me a five-star review on itunes or spotify so that i can keep bringing amazing value to you i'm sending you truckloads of love power and joy bye for now
Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.